white snow, like maybe like colorblindness or something, but all that white snow, like, and then some people could put on like white outfits too mm-hmm. inside the snow, and it was I, I couldn't see it enough. There was one <laughs> cocksucker specifically that wore an all white outfit, including the, a white mask. Yes. And the only black thing he wore was like two tiny little goggles. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Yep. And you can maybe Fuck see his guy. gun. Like maybe. It was, it was so bad. Fuck that guy. And everything was like square and shit. So yes. it's like, is that a rug or is that a guy? No. I don't know. Don't know. Fuck it. Nintendo 64, man. That was a shit. That's ah. what it was. Mm. Anyway. Welcome back to the For Film Sake Podcast, everybody. My name is Brian Richie, and I'm here with... Chris Lucky. And today we're going to be talking about one of like really the classics of horror. Hell yeah. Uh, Alien. Yeah. Uh, directed by Ridley Scott. But before we do any of that. Catch up. Let's do the catch up. So much energy. We're in the morning right now. It is 9 a.m. And in I am morning. vaguely sick. In the morning. <laughs> it's morning time. <laughs> um, uh, the catch up. Um, I sound like super happy, but I'm going to tell like a, a terrible, terribly angry story. Before you do that. Mm-hmm. I, you know, we were at work maybe yes. like a couple of weeks ago. Okay. Uh, and you said, I think the reason you get sick so much is because you don't wear shoes around school. No, 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 no. I, I said that is probably, it helps. It probably helps. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, I'm sick again. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to start wearing shoes around school. I mean, maybe socks. Just to, just, maybe socks. Just the yeah. socks. You don't even need the shoes. Like, I take my shoes off inside yeah. and they're a lot, but I just leave the socks on. And leave the socks. I yeah. go barefoot. Yeah. Which I think I'm getting AIDS. By doing, uh, you know, probably, maybe not AIDS, maybe like a hepatitis A, B, and C. Well, I uh, at least AIDS, <laughs> I can think of losing weight while I do it. Oh yeah, that does happen. With so, AIDS. so not sure. I, let me just fantasize about that for a bit. I think hepatitis B might do something for you as well. Like Pamela really? Anderson, yeah, she lost like forty pounds. She looked what? very sickly. So huh. I mean, <laughs> well, well, I'm going for the hepatitis B or the AIDS. So whatever package I get. Hopefully it helps me shut some of this shit. Hey, if you sign me up for it as well, if if you, if you can get it. <laughs> so I'm vaguely sick, and yeah. I can't really laugh without coughing, yeah. which is the worst because I like laughing. Yes, yeah. So every time I laugh, I'm in pain. Yeah. Which there's some sort of weird, like ironic twist to that every time. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Because like I'm already like sad, mm-hmm. and so like every time the one thing that makes me happy, I do it. I just fucking Cause pain. yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, fuck you, God, is what I'm saying. That is a yeah. nice little ironic twist. The one thing that brings you joy, it hurts to do. God damn it. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, that's my oh. life. I'm vaguely sick. Yeah. And and God's an asshole. No, that's true. So far. That yeah. is true. I'll, yeah. Anyway. I'll close on to that. What's your angry gym story? <laughs> Woo. <laughs> The, the, the thing like I, I haven't gotten angry like you know like generally like if i am angry then i'm gonna appear the opposite of that right you know so but i couldn't do anything about it this is legit furious like like go to like because the thing is like you might be the same way i know i've met other people that are like that it's where you get angry there's not like levels of it it's like you're either not angry or you're an angry psycho that yeah. you know can't stop once it starts you know yeah. and and that, that's that's how i am you know so it's like that happened so it's like for years like i've been trying to like bury that like you're a fucking adult like don't like lose what you're trying to build towards you right. know because you're a fucking temper or whatever. sometimes you gotta get on the boat yeah, oh, yeah. Get on the boat. yeah, but it was like I, it's like I was still. But, all right, so this this is what happened. It was like the most disrespect I felt like I felt in so long. Oh shit! All right, so like I uh, this particular day, um, I, I get I get off work. It's five o'clock, so I have to go to the gym during peak hours. Right. Well, I don't have to. I can wait till nine o'clock at night. But what am I gonna do from five o'clock till nine o'clock? Right. You know. So I decided I'm like I'm, I go directly to the gym right after work, and it's packed. 
elbow to elbow, maximum capacity. Like it is packed. And there's no over treadmills. Like it's super packed the fuck out. You know, so I, I'm scanning around to find any open workstation because whatever is open, that's just what I'm going to be doing and today. You go to like a pretty popular. Yeah, gym. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I try to go there like noon when people are at work. You know, like right. I'll get off at noon and then I'll just go straight there or something. But today is like you know work till noon and then class till five, so I was fucked. Yeah. So so I get there and it was just like super fucking packed. Go to the first workstation that is open. So I was like, all right, I'll, I'll do. I'll work on that today. So I go over there and I immediately put my towel down on the workbench and I put my, my drink down right beside it and I take a 45 t- uh, plate and I put it on the bar. And then this this guy, he comes over and he has his headphones on, a towel over his head, headphones on, and he takes two small plates from my workstation. Now, he doesn't say, hey, hey, buddy, are you going to be using this? You mind if I take this? Right. But the thing is, it's like they're, 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 small, work, work, they're small plates and I don't need them. Like, I'm not going to need them for this workout. Right. So he didn't say anything to me. So I don't, I don't, I don't say anything to him about it because I don't need those. So it's right. not an issue Kind of me. worked out. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. You know, so then I go to put my second 45 uh, plate on there, and then he comes back and takes two 45-pound plates from my workstation. Now, I need those. Right. I need those. So those are the only things I did need were those 45-pound plates. So he turns around and starts to walk to his station, and I'm like, I'm like, hey, hey, guy, hey, 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 man, hey. And he has his headphones on, not paying me attention, continuing to walk away. He's about to get to his workstation and put the first plate on this thing, and I tap him on the shoulder, and then he turns around like he's angry as fuck or something. And I'm like, hey, you're taking my, my weight. My weights. I need these plates, you know, to work out with. And he's like, what? Like looking at me like I'm stupid as shit, you right. know, like still headphones on. And I'm like, you're taking my plates. I need the plates over there. And then he takes the headphones off. And then he was like, what are you saying? I said, you're taking my plates. Those are the plates that I need to work out with. And he was like, well, you can go get some other ones. And then turns this back to me. Huh. I would have punched that guy in the fucking neck. Did you punch him? No, man. Oh, shit. Okay. Like, I'm, I'm not in jail right now. Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's that's, 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 that's right. the thing. Because, like, that's, that's, that's where I was at. Yeah. It's like, as soon as he turned his back to me, it was like that. The thought was, he was saying, fuck you. You're, right, you're not, yeah. you, you don't matter. Like, you, you're, you're insignificant. Like, you do not matter. And, and it's like, in the, the challenge of, like, masculinity, it wasn't a, oh, you're much bigger than me, so I don't think I can handle you. Or, you're much smaller than me, so I'll overlook Well, it wasn't it. a masculine thing at all. It no, was, it was genuinely just like, well, you're not a person to me. Yes, exactly. So, it's like, regardless of that I could have killed that guy yeah. very easily, I, I feel like. Or maybe not. Maybe he would have kicked my ass. Yeah. But, but the thing is, is for, like, what felt like a long time was maybe like five seconds of like the and like an anime where the person like snaps yeah. and then like everything falls away from the earth and they're just standing there alone and it's just like a slow it's like, you know? it's like the first time goku went super saiyan yeah it, yeah it, it was like i was just black out like rage and i felt it and as yeah. soon as i made a second move it was just like that burst of like what happens after that like i hit him in the head he turns around i pick up a plate and then i smash him over the head with it yeah. i stomp him out and it's like there's not that that controlling like as soon as i feel disrespected it's like i'm fighting you until you can't move anymore you know like right. consciously and like a, a older black guy he's like 50s, 55 or whatever. He had gray, gray pep, uh, pepper, gray hair or whatever. What's it called? Right. Salt pepper. Salt hair. pepper hair. Yeah. He comes over and he like puts his arm all the way around me as I'm standing there and like starts to walk me out of the workstation. He was like, "It's not worth it, young blood. It's, it's not. It's not even worth it." You Those know, are the out. people that should get awards from the fucking mayors. Yes. Fucking. It was one time I was in the bus and I almost got in a fight with some asshole that was just like fucking proliferizing about being a gentleman mm-hmm. but not but he wasn't being a gentleman he was being a piece of shit yeah he looked like a metrosexual Tupac that's what he was <laughs> and I like that description <laughs> and a like, metrosexual Tupac <laughs> <laughs> like that's the imagery <laughs> yeah it's, 
It, it really did look like that. He yeah. looked like Tupac, but he was wearing like a blousey shirt mm -hmm. and like really colorful pants. Wow. And yeah, I hated this Like guy. a young thug almost. Yeah. All right. I fucking hated this yes. guy. I saw him and I was angry. Like, nope. <laughs> um, and so he's just like, a lady walks in the bus, pregnant lady. She yeah. has a kid. Yeah. And then, like, no one immediately gives up her seat mm. because no one knows that this lady walks in the bus. It's a packed bus. It's oh, like so, full of shit. So only people that would notice is, like, the people at the very front where like, she got on at. Yeah. Right. Okay. They meet at front. Yeah. And someone stood up to give her the seat. Yeah. But they took, apparently, a second too long for this cunt's liking. Oh, wow. And so he started ranting about how people are not gentlemen anymore and don't know how to treat women or whatever. Mm. Obviously making this poor woman uncomfortable. And like I could see it in her face. Hold on, like who's, who was making that? So hold on. So um, so the lady got on, mm -hmm. and then uh, metrosexual Tupac. Yeah. Did he take the seat, or did he complain after someone? No, took the seat? he he the the seat was given to the lady. Yes. Uh, so the lady took the seat. Oh, she got the seat. Yeah, she okay. got the seat. All right. Uh, some dude recognized. I said, "Oh fuck, she has a kid, and yeah. she's pregnant. And he yeah. can have my seat. Good. That's fine. Yes. Um, but it took a second too long for metrosexual Tupac's liking. And so he started ranting about how people don't know how to treat women anymore. And, like, he was race right and, like, all that kind of shit. Hold on, hold on. Was, he, was he sitting or standing? He was standing. Okay. He was, like, a fucking white knight for this, like, random-ass lady, mm. I guess. And But he was doing it in a way, like, he didn't just say it. He kept talking about it over and over again for, like, Fuck 15 that minutes. Guy. And, like, at five minutes in, I just, I'm like, D -d dude, she's sitting. Yeah. Sh shut up. Yes. No one wants to hear it. Yeah. And then he, like, took me as a target and started... Mm. Ranting about me and ranting, ranting about people that are uneducated and shit. Mm. And then I had a military bag. Yeah. Uh, but it's not my bag. It's my uncle's bag. Mm. And he was like, are you in the military? I can kick your ass even if you were in the military. Mm. And I was just like, I wasn't in the, Just shut up. I wasn't in the military. This yeah. is not mine. What are you? Yeah. And like at this point, I'm like playing DS. I'm playing Pokemon. Mm. And I'm just fucking fuming. Like, yes. Yeah. I'm like starting to glow green. This fucking asshole. Like who does this guy think he is? And so like he's still talking. And I and he said something else about just me in general. Yeah. And I like stood up to like fucking grab his stupid little Tupac head mm -hmm. and just like bash it against the pole yeah. that he was standing next to just violently. I yeah. was about, I was ready to kick this guy's ass. Yeah. And some like old grandmother looking old black lady mm -hmm. just like grabbed me and said, it's, it's, it's fine. Mm -hmm. It's fine. Not worth it. She like whispered in my ear. Yeah. And it was like fucking like like anesthetic. It's just like this is it's fine. Just yeah. worry. Keep doing what you're doing. That's that's so amazing. Like the people that have been here a lot longer yeah. than us, you know, it's like not only did they see the like that older guy, it's like for me, that situation was me and him and no one else was watching this. Mm -hmm. For this older guy, he was watching this from the beginning. Like he felt the energy in the room shift. He seen what was going on. Same thing with that older lady on he the saw bus. Saw the eyes glow green. Yeah. And it was like I've seen what happens to this before and I know what happens if I don't do like what we were talking about for whom the bell tolls. Right. Like these people understand the bell is tolling for them. Like if he doesn't get up and do something about it, he's seen examples of what happens when nobody does anything. Right. You know, so I mean, I, yeah, I definitely appreciate our, uh, our, our unsung heroes. Yeah, yeah. Fucking our older generations, yeah. Old granny and yeah. fucking and, and salt and pepper hair, and, dude. And grandpa muscle shirt. <laughs> grandpa muscle shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was, he helped Man, us out. seriously, fuck that guy. No, yeah. Genuinely, yeah. fuck that guy. Oh, yeah. I don't think, I, had that guy not been there, I don't think that guy would be. No, I mean. Very conscious right now. No, I mean, but yeah, it's, yeah. But, but it's still, then then we end up in bad situations for ourselves. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, then we end up being no better than those than people. Them, yeah. yeah. So, I mean. Here's, yeah. a, here's the thing about that. Mm -hmm. We end up being no better than them. Yeah. Sometimes. Mm -hmm. I, I, think, I think that's worth it. Okay. Sometimes I think it's worth it. I mean, not all of the time. Very specific moments in time. Mm -hmm. Does someone do something so shitty to you mm. that, you know, maybe today I'll take the low road and it, I'll be okay with it. 
it's it's like it's like consequence like if yeah. i'm if i'm like um if i'm building like a um a ladder with cheese mm-hmm. and, I, and, I, and i need 10 steps on, on the ladder and then in order to take the low road then i'll have to take two of my cheese ladders down and now yeah. i only have eight to get to my 10 i'm like nah like i would like i don't know it'll have to be a really big deal yeah, for yeah, me yeah. to like sacrifice some of my progress on somebody that doesn't matter mm-hmm. you know so it, it would have to be pretty it'll serious have to be a pretty yeah yeah it's very specific happens yeah. very little times yeah but sometimes when you just just do it, mm. ah, <laughs> ah. Oh, I remember the feeling. Yeah, it feels great. It feels great. <laughs> it's like fucking heroin. It's like what the better feeling for me. I've, I've told the joke before. The better feeling for me is when God take care takes care of it. Like I told you, I'm, I'm not religious at all. But it's like sometimes it's like uh, if you if you haven't heard this before, then yeah, prepare yourself because it's terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> but um, there, there was a girl, a girlfriend that I had a um back back some years and years ago, and um. Our, our relationship ended unceremoniously. Like, I felt like I was a pretty good boyfriend at the time, and she, you know, did she whatever. Did, she disagreed. Yeah, yeah, maybe so, yeah. yeah all right. But um, she, she did some, uh, some, some unfortunate things that caused our relationship to end, and I was pretty bitter about that, Yeah. you know, for some time. And I, I wanted to take the low road and get even. You know, I was like, well, I'll get even right now, and then we'll just call it, you know, it's good. Mm-hmm. But instead, I just held on to that, that anger. Right, I held on to that shit for years, man. Like that shit happened. When I was like seventeen. I'm thirty three now. Like yeah. I, got, I got to see the, I got to see the, um, it come to fruition like some years ago. But like, um, so, so like, the, like this, this, like she did me terribly. Like I felt, you know. Yeah. So, um, so like I was like, well, I can't go like kick her ass. Like that's terrible. I can't like hire some other girl to kick her ass. Yeah, that'd you be know. Awful too. Well, I mean, you know, even though in my mind she she deserves it. You, yeah. know, what I mean? you know what I'm saying? So it's like I can't do that. So it's like what I'll do, like I'll just take the high road. I won't do anything. Mm-hmm. So I did nothing. And, and those are those times where it's like, like I said, I never believe in God. I don't believe in God. It's probably not a real thing. Right. But like ten years later on Facebook I found out that she has cancer. <laughs> I did. So I was like, you know what? Maybe there is a God. <laughs> maybe there is a god god seen is like had had i just went ahead and hired some girl to kick her ass then yeah. she would have got her ass whooping and then i would just had to deal with that probably not get cancer exactly yeah. i would i couldn't have gave her cancer like i'm not that much of a, a dick like i couldn't have done that you know so it's like when you take things into your own hands you don't get as much progress as when you leave it in god's hands it's, it's the, the what the moral of the story is for me like you leave it in God's hands and then there's no telling what you can be rewarded with. That's one of those things that I really don't want to laugh. But fuck me, it's funny. I'm just, just saying, just saying, you know, could have had her ass kicked. And I mean, I sure she would have liked me at taking that low road, but like, no, Man. I won't take any more low roads. And maybe that guy at the gym, maybe I'll show up to, uh, to the gym today and he's gotten hit by a car. Like in front of the gym. So got I mean, a broken leg. It's just like, yeah. you can put a weight right on the leg. Yeah, and I'll just like step over him as I walk into the gym. Won't say anything, won't even look at him. Just step directly <laughs> over him. Just like, huh, all, all, all is right with the universe. Things are how they should be. You know, I my has one. Yes, like I didn't have to do anything to you. You got ran over by a fucking car. There you go. Now look at you now. Nice. So, <laughs> I can live with that. You know? On, on brighter news, uh, before we close. <laughs> What are you trying to say? That God isn't going around giving people cancer <laughs> as, as favors to me? <laughs> <laughs> you know, at this point, maybe it's like a, should should a human being be that petty? Should a human being really be that petty? It's like, oh, you made me mad. Oh, I hope you get cancer. <laughs> like, you know, like how petty? Like I didn't hope cancer on the person. I didn't it wish cancer. It just happened, and I wasn't angry about it. Yeah. you know, it's like maybe as I get older and see them like deteriorating, I'm like, okay, that's that happened. It's like too much. You yeah, can take care you, of you this. Can, yeah, God, you can take care of the cancer away now yeah. at this point. Like I think we're even. We got know? our thing. But not. I just no. wanted the moment where she's sitting at the doctor and she goes like, "Yeah, you have cancer." Yeah. 
And then yeah. she was like, fuck, it yeah. shouldn't have been an asshole to Chris that one day. Yes. And God is like, God is like, his his sense of humor, he's going to be looking. I'm like, yeah, like five years, you can go ahead and take that away. He's like, nah, we're going to ride this out. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna see this all the way through. I'm like, God, you are evil son of a bitch. Like, are you God's like the shitty friend that takes a prank way too far. <laughs> yes. It was way too far. Dude, the eight things was just, it, it was just like a one day thing. It's fine. Man, no. 20 years. Yep. We're yep. in it for the long run, baby. Yes. Fucking go. He will not leave it be. Definitely not. Oh, yep, that's all I got. Oh, and 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 just and just to part with on my end, iPhone chargers suck. I they hate do. iPhone chargers. Like I bought three very expensive iPhone chargers from the Apple Store that were legit chargers. They didn't last me eight months. Dude, you Fuck must guys. you must be dipping your chargers in acid. I have the original one that came from my phone. I don't believe that. I it, I'll fucking show you once the episode's like, done. Th- th- this this is why. Like, do I have it? Oh my no. No, you don't. Like, because like they they always tend to scrunch up. Yours don't scrunch up. Nah. What? Mine works just fine. Mine's mm. perfectly fine. No. You must be doing something weird to your fucking phone. No way. No. Yeah. Because, no, no. Because it's all over the internet. Everybody knows about this iPhone charger thing. And if, like, I'm going to have to, like, um, what's the thing where you, like, not an investigation, but, like, I want to... Compile sta- data? Yes. I'm, I'm going to be compiling data on this, on your charger, because I don't believe this. I, like, my charger is the original one I got from what, my phone, like, about a, almost a year ago. No. What about, what about the charge? Like, we had this conversation before. You like, I bought a charger from Walgreens, like, for five bucks, and that's been working, like, just Oh, well. that was because I needed one for my car. Does that still work? Yeah. It works perfectly fine. I don't believe any of this. Yeah. This is insane. I use them every day. It works perfectly fine. This is, No. <laughs> I'm that serious. I'm like I, I believe, like I, I believe that you weren't trying to like. I don't think you have like a long game yeah. like joke. Like oh, I fooled him. I made him think yeah. those charges. Like, yeah. I don't think well, there's a lot. Of, <laughs> I don't think there's like a long game behind it. But it's you I just don't believe me. it. Doesn't make sense. <laughs> like I've had iPhone since iPhone 4s, and like they've all fucked out. And if it was just me, then okay. But like when I search on the internet, everybody talks about that. There's like so many memes. Like the only thing that works great for Apple is like the the block part that you put the charger into yeah like not the cord you know the cords are fucked like how mine's perfectly fine it's not frayed it's not nah. like it's not bunching up it's in got, the middle or the top pen it's got, it's got ink marks that's about it it's, it just got stained with ink that's about it yeah. all right we'll we'll do some investigations and get back to that because <laughs> that is i can't understand that is, is there a listener that 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 what it doesn't make sense did you carry your phone charger with you Oh, like no, no, no. Time? Well, I did before. That's what we were talking about that before. I used to carry them everywhere. I had one charger that I took everywhere, and that yeah. charger got fucked up. Right. So I figured it was wear and tear. So it was so long ago, you might not remember, but it was like a year ago. I went to the, the Apple store, and I took pictures of the boxes of the chargers at the Apple store. Yeah. And I was like, got just got two new chargers, and they were like the super long one, like the 18 foot chargers. That. Yeah. Like I got two of those. So one of them stays in the bedroom, the other one stays inside my like back room, you know, my right. man cave. And I have another charger, and I put that in the car. Mm-hmm. So three chargers that never move unless I'm like at school and somebody was like, hey, can I use your charger? And I'll go right. to the car. You know, so they stayed there all the time, they never move. You know, so so I'm like, how, how? I don't know. Fucking, there must be some weird shit going on. This, in there. this, I, I don't, I don't know. Steve Jobs, this guy being an asshole again with the Chargers. You must mm. have pissed someone off ten years ago, and God's just like, you know what? Never gonna use an iPhone charger again. I might have like stepped on somebody's shoes, yeah. like brand new shoes, and I didn't know about it. But that person noticed it and then just wished hatred upon me as I walked off, like wished hatred towards the back of my head. Yeah. And now that energy has been following me in in the way of iPhone chargers. Good news. That's how I get them. Yeah. Fucking iPhone charger. And he's not gonna let that go. He's not yeah. gonna let that shit go. That's gonna be a lifetime. That's thing. lifetime. Yeah. Fucked. All right. Anyway, we're gonna cut. <laughs> we're gonna cut, and we're gonna talk about an alien. Yeah. <laughs>
supposed to be like fucking aggressively charging your phone or I, something? I, maybe. Like, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> like, mean, I need to you like. Stab your phone with a charger. Yeah, every just time like you use put it. it in there. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, welcome back. Uh, we're talking alien. So uh, b- after Chris clears his throat, <clears> throat> uh, let's do the, the rundown. Alien uh, came out in 1979. It's rated R. Uh, it's one hour and 57 minute runtime, listed as a horror science fiction movie. Um, they released in June, uh, June the 22nd of that year. Nice. Uh, the director is Ridley Scott, uh, writer Dan O'Bannon, and uh, Ronald Chassette as for the story. Uh, stars Sigourney Weaver and Tom Skurrit and John Hurt. Uh, the rundown is. A space merchant vessel perceives an unknown transmission as distress, distress call. Their landing on the source moon finds one of the crew attacked by a mysterious life form and soon realizes that his life cycle has merely begun. That is, that's one hell of a story. And I, I have a confession to make after yeah. watching this yesterday. Yeah, what's up? I've never seen Alien. Really? Oh, you've seen Aliens. I've seen Aliens. Yep. And it's like, I've seen clips, like when I when the movie first came on, and they were all sitting by the table, they had just woken up from stasis or whatever, mm-hmm. and they're sitting at the table, I'm like, okay, I've seen this clip, but no, I've seen this scene or clip. Like, right. I, yeah. Because it's, it's one of the most popular iconic. clips that they used. Yeah. yeah. Or the one where the alien bursts out of the guy's stomach, I was like, okay, right. no, I've seen this movie, but I'm like, I don't recognize everything before that. Then at, by the end, I was like, yeah, then at the, I was, my, Tessa was watching, my girlfriend yeah. was watching it with me, and I was like, yeah, like, I remember what happens at the end, like, Sigourney Weaver puts on like this big yellow power suit and then she like flushes him out of the air like she's like no baby That's no the you, movie. <laughs> he's like you've never seen this movie <laughs> I was like, what the fuck i gotta be honest with you same thing happened to me yeah uh, i thought i i thought i i got i had the blu-ray so mm-hmm. i watched the director's cut version yeah um but the first time i put it on i was like oh fuck, i've seen this movie yeah and then like things started happening that i have no idea it's like what the fuck where's the Where's the multiple? Where's the hallway scene where mm. she finds like a hundred aliens? Yeah, it's like no, bro, we're we'll moving. That, yeah, fucking. I, I gotta be honest with you. Whoever said alien and then mm. said aliens, aliens can go yeah. fuck themselves. <laughs> just, just so you know. <laughs> I got. I kind of like it. I mean, but it's it's like alien aliens then alien three. That's yeah, how it goes. It's like it's kind of odd. So yeah. you were if you were gonna go for that, you had two movies. Two yes, movies. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Alien aliens. Then you stop. Yeah. Then that's you gotta it. stop. Yes. I would have accepted that, but you go alien three. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, this movie, like Alien, Alien, yeah, uh, probably one of the best pieces of sci-fi horror out there. Ever. Just period. Yes, ever. ever. It was in, in 1979. Yeah, and it looks just as good oh, as yeah. any sci-fi horror. That yes, it looks better mm-hmm. than some of the sci-fi movies that I've seen today. Yes, I agree. It's, oh yes, it's insanely pretty the way mm-hmm. it looks. Yeah, and 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 I, I think that comes from the fact that they didn't do any complicated close-ups yeah. of any of like the the sci-fi-ness yeah they just kept like listen we know these are miniatures let's so just keep that shit far away mm-hmm. and let's just build really tiny sets and put really tiny people on mm-hmm. those sets so that the scale matches uh which i thought i thought was fucking brilliant i mean yeah. the set production in this movie is beautiful yeah the interior of the ship looks like i mean it has this sort of um gritty yes great very gritty yeah, but some parts of it, what's the movie? 2001 Space Odyssey. Yes. It's like if you had a gritty 2001 Space Odyssey mm-hmm. and like just gritty, dirty, retrofuturistic, mm-hmm. I feel like that's what it would look like. I mean, the set production is on par with Kubrick's yeah. set production, how oh, yeah. pretty and effective it is at doing what it's meant to do. Yeah. I fucking love that set production. It was sexy as shit. Oh, yeah. And like the characters are great and found no problem with any of the characters. Mm-hmm. The only real problem I had with this movie was the sound mixing. 
You know, that, uh, that's. Look. I'm glad that I was going to text you last night yeah. and. I loved the sound mixing. Really? And then, like, seriously, like, I, I, it might still be in my phone, like, the guy, because the first thing that comes up is the sound editing and mixing, like, when mm -hmm. the credits roll, mm -hmm. like, he's one of the first people that shows up. So I looked I looked him up to see what other movies he had done, because I'm like, after seeing this movie, I'm like, I'm sure he's gone on to sound mix some of the best movies of all times. Yeah. That, no, he hasn't. No, no. No, no. Like, um, this is the best movie that he's ever <laughs> done. I mean, I, maybe it was, I, I enjoyed it because it was so, um, like, I don't want to say amateur or like sophomore, but it was like it appealed to like my like baser senses. Right. You know, like some things were there that didn't need to be there, but it was like it was fine for me. Like um, at one point, the the countdown, you know, that's happening with mother, and mm -hmm. there's a countdown. But later, the countdown is happening more, but you still hear it. Right. It's like, why is there a clock going on? There's no so countdown. They, yeah, but it was just like, you know, to fuck with your conscience or whatever. The thing is, the thing about the sound mixing is that there are things that I really did enjoy about it. Yeah. Things that the sound mixing did really well. Yeah. But, um, like, for example, when they were doing in a scene, uh, when Dallas went into the urban, yep. uh, and they have the thing that's looking for a signal that's tracking the alien yeah. as it moves in the urban with Dallas. Yeah. They cut to the girl holding the tracker and they hear the beep. Yeah. And they cut to Dallas and the beep is still in the background. Yeah. But it's just muffled by walls. Yeah. Which is a great way to tell you, hey, these things are happening at the same time. Yep. And you can sort of keep that in the back of your head to know that this, this, is, this is a cause and effect yeah. to these two scenes happening at the same time. Mm -hmm. And that's brilliant. That works really cool. well. Yeah. But the, the thing that got me is like some of the lines were really obviously ADR. Oh, yeah. And oh, definitely. Like, like in a painful way like it was really bad yeah uh the black dude had a lot of adr lines he ate it and and yeah. maybe and the thing is i'm watching the blu-ray version so mm. obviously the image has been altered to look crisper yeah and like it just it just kind of took it, me out of it because it didn't times. sync up while he was speaking right yeah. well not only did it not sync up mm. but in places where you wouldn't have noticed that he wasn't actually saying that in the theatrical cut with the original quality yeah it just really, it's sort of like seeing the wires when you mm, go to Blu-ray. Yeah. Um, because there's times where he turns around and you can tell that he's not speaking. Yeah. But the quality is so high in the image mm. that you can tell that he's not even really faking the movement of speaking. Yeah. But like maybe in the original version, you could have not noticed that because the quality wasn't that great. Possibly, yeah. Uh, and just little things like that. Like a lot of lines were ADR. A lot of the sound effects were overpowering. A lot of the mixing. A lot of overpowering yeah. sound effects. Yes, I agree with that. And and that fucked me up. I couldn't understand the dialogue half the time. Uh, uh, you didn't have the uh, subtitles. The theater, the director's cut didn't have subtitles. Eey. Um. So that was a bit rough to mm. handle. I got past it. Yeah. Uh, but I had to play with the volume a lot because yeah. some of the sound mixing was like fucking boy, and then like yeah, that would suck. That sucks. Like, yeah. Uh, like, yeah. Uh, that's the only thing that I really don't like about the movie. Mm. Uh, at least the director Scott version. The okay. sound mixing I feel could have been better mm. done. But other than that, and as far as big problems go, don't really have any. Oh no, no. It, I mean, mm. the prosthetics are beautiful. The special effects are beautiful. Mm -hmm. The the sets beautiful. The characters are well written. Yeah. Uh, they behave like real people, except mm. for the robot, which was a robot. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so like like I. I I don't know. It's just really like a good classic piece of horror. Yeah. That does everything I wanted to do fairly well, except for the audio. Yeah. The um. Yeah. Horror, horror science fiction. Like I'm. I'm not even a horror fan. Right. So it's like I went into this like pure science fiction, and I got some of the horror elements into it, and it's just brilliant. It's brilliant. Like the the thing that I what I really enjoyed about like say some movies to where they have to give the audience some information that the cast doesn't have, right. you know, at the time to have you invested to know a little bit more than the actual characters do. Now, in in this movie and, and in other movies that do the opposite, it kind of 
like a well, like what was it like four hundred bullets? There's a few few movies that just don't give you the information as At you're all. watching yeah. it until the end. And this one, you slowly got information as as um as the movie went along. And I enjoyed it. And you, get it, and you get it through character interaction, yeah. or you get it through things that happen. Mm-hmm. Like you don't know the aliens big until it, it's you gone see, until it kills Freddy. I, well, well um, there was like a hint of it. So uh, when uh, when the guy goes to look for the cat, mm-hmm. and then the cat is like a, the cat jumps out, and then you see the alien has shed its skin. Right. So um, so like the guy is like, like I'm thinking, I'm thinking about this guy. I'm like, okay, you were supposed to go get this cat, but now you know what's more important. You go back to to your friends and say, hey, not only is are we looking for an alien, it has shed its skin, and gotten much bigger. So right. that, so we know that this thing grows exponentially. Like right. that's that's more information that we have, you know. But but I didn't know that here's just like I gotta get the cat. Yeah, 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 and that's like how how um I didn't understand how like stupid the crew was like early on. Like for the first forty five minutes, I'm like, this has to be the most incompetent group of like ragtag bullshit people. Like, why are they even out there in the first place? And right. by the time you get towards the end, you realize that they are the most incompetent, stupid people purposely. Like this company has sent these people out to bring back the perfect species of alien back, and right. their lives were completely expendable. Like they didn't care what happens to these people. Like the prime directive was bring the alien back. What else doesn't matter anything else. You can all die. Yeah. All of you, you don't matter. That was a yeah. weird plot twist. Mm-hmm. That was a weird thing that I thought, like, because I was invested in like just them finding the alien. Mm-hmm. That I really didn't even think about the fact that someone wanted the alien. Oh yeah, and they just send this group of people to like get fucked up yeah. by the alien because yeah. they wanted. Didn't think about that at all until like I was thinking <laughs> after the movie, and it's yeah. like, wait, oh yeah, hold on a goddamn second. Oh yeah, someone made a robot and put it in a ship. Yeah. What the fuck? There was like, as I watch horror movies, do you do the same thing to like, because you know people are going to die. Yeah. So do you like kind of mark people for death? Like, as a, you know? so yeah. like the first guy that got marked for death, he's, um, he's exploring the, um, oh, so, so they, they say that, um, Sigourney Weaver was like, I don't think this is a, um, like a SOS. I think it's a warning, you know, right. like to stay away. And then, um, she, she was like, I, I think I, I should go get him. And then the doctor, the scientist guy, the first like thing that lets you know that he's not on the level. He was like, why, why, what's the point? It was like, you know, by the time you get there, they'll know whether it's a warning or yeah, an SOS. I was, I was like, wait, this guy. Yeah. He was like, well, if you get there and it's a warning, they'll be dead. So it won't be any matter. Basically is what he said. You know what? And if it's not, then they'll come back and everything's fine. Yep. You know, but, um, but that's the first time that I seen that the doctor was like on, on some other shit, but didn't know where his morals lied because I'm like maybe I might say that you know just like "Eh, maybe but anyway so the first guy that got marked for death you know they're in there searching through like the alien area and this guy's like yeah there's like a there's a warm a warm mist over all of these eggs and it reacts when you touch it yeah (laughs) and then he was like oh what's what's going on oh no I I fell into the eggs of the mist I'm like oh well you gotta die you gotta die like you already realize there's a warm mist over these alien eggs and the mist reacts when you touch it you fall into that mist with the eggs and you decide to stay in that and explore so i'm like okay you can go ahead and die buddy right yeah that was <laughs> yeah. A, that, that was a moment for me when that was john hurt's character i think uh yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 uh he got fucked yeah yes. he got real re- real fucked alien across the face in the throat <laughs> the face can can i just say that, that the sign of the alien how mm. fucking genius it is? yes it is brilliant because not, not only did you get the face hugger mm-hmm. like really scott and he said this in interviews before he's talked about the design of the aliens and mm. he wanted to make them look like sexual organs. Mm-hmm. So he made yeah. the, like, the face hugger look like a vagina mm-hmm. and the rest of the alien looks sort of phallic. Yeah. 
and like it just it, it's unsettling like the design of the alien is really unsettling whether yeah. you want to or not because you're kind of like ah that makes me uncomfortable yeah why <laughs> i don't know kind of looks like a dick yeah. ah and then a, ma- a male is giving birth you yeah know, the symbolism behind that and then the ship being mother you know similar behind that is yeah it's a lot and and i, I like the i like the fact for some reason it never registered but i like the fact like the the ideas of the things that are called mother mm-hmm. in the movie like the aliens uh, female oh yeah uh, the ship is mother. So mm-hmm. Yorna Weaver has some little bit of motherhood in the little mm-hmm. in the later movies. Mm-hmm. So like that kind of shit, I just kind of like. I just oh, kind of yeah. like those little specks of symbolism that yeah. don't really matter. Yeah, they're still there. So he. I really enjoyed. So they're so they're in the uh, in the egg pit. In the yeah. egg pit, and the guy, he, um, he gets the face hugger on him, and um, I guess the captain of the ship, and uh, one other person, the, the lady, uh, the other female character in the in the movie, and the uh, the guy with the face hugger on him, they're they're in like this containment room trying to get on the ship. And right. Sigourney Weaver, she's the person in charge of the entire ship at this point. You know, with the captain off the ship, like she's the first in command. Right. So the uh, the captain is telling her, "Let me on the ship. We got a guy with a face hugger on his fucking face. You know, how about you let us in?" She was like, "No, no, you, fam. No, you, it's like you know the protocol. You got to stay in there." contamination unit for 24 hours like you know you know what it is like and if it was me I would do the exact same thing like what she says and then he was like you open this door right now that's an order do you hear me yes <laughs> so, so, so are you gonna open the door? No. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. These are the rules and you understand that. Then the scientist, the second key that the scientist guys on some bullshit goes yeah. over and immediately opens the door the and lets scientist them in. Opens the door yes, the scientist. Quarantine. Yes, he he opens the door and like breaks all protocol, like breaks chain of command, like fuck fuck all. And what pissed me off so much, like I wish she could have stood up for herself a little bit more, yeah. is um when she argues with the guy about she was like, No, I'm just doing my job and you broke protocol protocol when he's not on the ship i'm in charge and you disobeyed a direct order he was like i was following a direct order he's not your boss right now he's not on the ship i am and then he gets pissed off he was like well how about you just let me do my job and you do yours right and then she kind of walks off then i was just and i'm yelling at the tv but you're not doing your goddamn job because if you were doing your goddamn job you wouldn't have let this shit on the on the ship in the first place when i'm in a fucking face hugger yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh yeah no that was a that was a second indication that the the uh, i never trusted him he looked weird yeah he always looked Oh yeah, and uh, purposely, always purposely. Like, mm. there's th- there's two things in the movie that's really well. Mm. Um, use the use of close-ups is they don't have a lot of. Close-ups. You see that close-up on the cat ah, when the uh, alien yeah. was behind the Listen, guy. I've been oh. angry as fuck. I watched the th- I watched the theatrical cut mm. for a long time, and that close-up yeah. is a lot much dramatic in the theatrical cut because mm. they cut to the cat, alien cat, alien cat, yep. alien cat, mm. and the director's cut is just alien cat, alien. Oh, so it's uh, just it's just one cut for the cat. Okay, and the cat's not screaming. The cat's looking like fuck. I didn't. The cat wasn't screaming yeah. in my version, but he was. Um, they did a lot of eye motion. Like right. The cat was staring in shock, and then he looks up as if he's looking up towards the alien, like picking something up, mm-hmm. and then he looks kind of like down and like, oh well, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> and that's how that's how Freddy dies in the theatrical cut. Mm. It, it gets dragged up, and they show it through the cat's line of motion. Oh, okay. um, which I thought was fine, but I was really angry at the cat because the cat had nothing to do with the plot of the movie. Mm. Like, for a, the entire movie. They just fucking cut to this cat's fucking face. Mm. And I love cats. But we don't we don't need the cat. They the, were looking for the cat. I mean... Cat got found. Whatever. I, I feel like the cat was needed, but it's like, I don't think you can exp- justify the cat. Because, right. Like, because when the movie first starts, they're coming out of stasis. Mm-hmm. What is the cat doing at the time? Cat's just... 
hanging around. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're if you're flying 20 years or however far you're flying off into into space and you have to put your body to sleep in order to survive this thing, like what's going on with the cat? I think the cat is on stasis pod or like what really? We're we're, we're putting out with Sigourney. (laughs) She's in stasis. You know, like like I just don't understand. Like how? What do you do with this cat? Do you set up like a food box that'll last you like weeks and weeks (laughs) on weeks and years? You know, in a water thing. I had the same (laughs) questions. All right, I was angry about the cat too. (laughs) You know, for like a year, I was angry about the fucking cat. Hell yeah, yeah. And and. It's fine. I like the cat. And then one of my teachers told them, like, well, the reason the cat's there is because the original ending, mm. or one of the endings, was that the alien was going to infect the cat. Mm. And then the cat would have made it back to Earth and would have started an alien infestation yeah. of the thing. And I was like, okay, that makes sense, but I guess, happen, if the though. cat wasn't yeah. used. Yeah. That didn't happen, though, so mm-hmm. we still got a close-up of a cat for no fucking reason. Oh, yeah. Well, um, I mean, it was. I like the tension in it because, like, you can't yeah. you can't like hire a cat and say, okay, I want you to do this, then I want you to do that. It's like the fact, like, how long did you have to put that camera oh, in front so of that long. cat? You know, because all the cat had to do was just back up one two steps, or you know, or walk forward two steps, or just lay down. Like, it could have done anything. Like, it, it might have took weeks just to get that cat to stand there, look <laughs> up, look down. Like, you know, the, like the look up, look down, and straightforward. That was all like a wonder. That yeah. was one shot. So I'm like, how long to get this cat to See, do that? Really goes to say, like, <laughs> all right, we're doing the. Fucking cat shot again. <laughs> Somebody get me another fucking cat. Yeah. So um. So yeah. So that so that happens. And um. So so the uh, the doctor mm-hmm. the doctor lets lets the people in the uh the people that are um well the the face hugger guy he's led into the back into the ship. Right. He's put so, in the infirmary. Yeah. Sigourney Weaver goes and talks to, to the uh, the captain of the ship, and it was like, so what the fuck? Why did y'all let him back in? Yada yada yada. You know the protocol is. I was supposed to be in charge. You know what the rules are. And it was like, why why are you so a gun ho on following these doctor's orders like just because this is what the doctor says you know this isn't the way that things should be he was like well these are the orders you know i'm in charge and then what the doctor says anything that's related to something medical then that's what we have to follow and he said this so we're doing it and she's like do you trust this guy like have you ever worked with him he was like i worked with other doctors whatever then they replaced him with the with the other doctor he was like but do you trust him he's like no i don't trust anybody you know so it's like they don't they don't have trust for the guy so you it's just even more into what's up with this guy like nobody's leaning into this guy going like well yeah he's not great yeah like not just one person it's like multiple people are like "Mm, i don't know so um uh so first they try to uh, like cut the thing cut a digit off of the alien they try to cut a digit off does not work as soon as they as soon as they um they break the skin like he has this green oozing blood that immediately just melts it's yep, like just acid you're like hydrochloric worse than acid just melting through the hole of the ship you know immediately so they're like okay well that's not gonna work well i don't understand how that didn't just like melt through the guy's I, skull i was the thinking the well, same thing but. when i was just like wait that was a little too close yeah. to the head yeah like your, your face is melted off magic. But, but all right you know so um so they so they, they leave the uh, the hugger on his face for a while how, how did they how was it removed it just it, it just came off it came off yeah, okay because yeah. what the hugger did it just put the egg for the inside of yeah. yeah okay the, the the face hugger died. Yeah, I seen. The, I seen the. Yeah, well, I seen when it when it was dead and uh, running around or whatever. But I didn't see where. Um, and they they were trying to dissect it. They had it open. Mm-hmm. And I want to know, like, after the guy comes back conscious, why don't they do an X ray? You know, it was just like, oh, what's the name is conscious? Why don't y'all come, come see him? And yeah. then it's like, okay, well, let's give him some water, give him some food and eat. It was like there wasn't a, 
like a protocol. Yeah, that was on a moment. I felt like, dude, you had a thing on your face. Are yeah. you okay? It's like, what happens to the 24-hour contamination at that point? It's just yeah. like, uh, and that's just more judgment of the crew to where I'm like, why is this crew so fucking remedial? Until it gets to the end to where I realize why. Fucking like, remedial? Yeah, yeah, like all of them are. Yeah, even like the black guys, like they didn't make him like a, a yes, sir, man, man, huh, huh. but it was like, he was like the one-track mind. He would have been like a wharf on uh, Star Trek. He was like, violence and killing things, destruction. My favorite line in this movie was um like all right so so another another member of the crew the um the captain dies the captain dies inside the air chef yeah dallas dies and at this point the uh the black guy he is getting pissed the fuck off so now he takes the biggest gun he can find with a fucking flamethrower on it he was like yep fuck all the rules i don't care what we do i don't care about a plan i'm about to go kill this fucking thing right now and sigourney weaver was like no let's just sit here let's think about it let's form a plan and let's figure out something and she was like okay so this is what we're gonna do we're gonna go through the air the air ducts the the um air shaft shaft. we're gonna go through the air shaft one by one and shut it all down behind us to where we can centralize him and find out exactly where he is as soon as we find out where he is we'll blow his fucking ass to kingdom come and then um he's like is that is that a fine by you and then the black guy's like as long as it means killing it it's fine by me and so Gordon was like obviously it means killing it <laughs> you know so he's just like one of those gung-ho you like kind of straightforward characters yeah, it's like, like, this is what i want yep. this, is what I'm getting. this is what i want it i want it i want it <laughs> See, I, my, as far as characters go, my favorite mm. character was a black guy. It mm. was the Gordon Weaver and the black guy. Yeah. Uh, and just, I, I feel like they had a, the black guy was just always kind of funny. He was kind of like the unintentional comedic relief. Yeah, and the fact that, that, that Ridley Scott had him, like, sacrifice himself to save someone else at the end, mm. I was like, it gave, like, a redeeming char- a factor to that character. I liked right. that a lot. because he was yeah. kind of an asshole. Yeah, he was a bit of a dick. Yeah, yeah. it's like, yeah. But uh, it worked out in the end. Yeah. Uh, th- my... Uh, the really, really good thing I like, I like, like about this movie is the way it builds suspense. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, there, I noticed a couple of mm-hmm. editing things mm-hmm. uh, in the beginning of the movie. It was like when they're getting off stasis. Yeah. Uh, the t- Kane wakes up. Mm-hmm. Uh, first one to wake up, first one to die. I yeah. guess. Yeah. Um, but Kane wakes up and he's getting off stasis, and there's like three cross dissolves throughout that scene. Yeah. Of him waking up and getting off stasis in the same shot. Mm. So you see him waking up as a cross assault. He's standing up. There's a cross assault. He's like walking what? out of the door. Yeah. So and and I I think that's really clever because it's a really smart way to tell the audience like, hey, this is a time warping experience. Yeah. It takes a long time to recover from, and we're just seeing the highlights of it. Yeah. So we don't have to show you the whole goddamn thing. Yeah. And then once he wakes up and he's out of the room, they're all just at the breakfast table. Thing. Yeah. So like he gave you just enough information to go like, all right, this is what this feels like. Mm-hmm. This is what they're what's happening. They're yeah. in stasis. And once they're out, they're out. Yeah. And then you just jump back to the breakfast table, which I thought was genius. Yes. Uh, great way to convey information. Great editing. Yeah. But then uh, another thing that he does when they're about to get off the spaceship to go see the alien egg thing. Yep. Um, there's he juxtapo- juxtapositions really loud scenes with really quiet yes. scenes. Yes. And 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 that that's great because you're walking out and then you fucked up the headphones again. Yeah. <laughs> He's walking out. And like he, you hear the like the debris falling mm-hmm. from the like really shitty planet that they're in, yeah. the, the thing, and it's just loud as fuck, and it's just bombarding your ears. Yeah. And then they cut to the the doctor sitting in the chair. Just he says two lines, and then cut back to the loud thing. And what that does is that it doesn't let you get used to a sound. To one thing, yes. So it's it's, it's cutting in less than like forty five second mm-hmm. interval, so you don't get used to a sound level. Yep. 
and when something happens in the loud sound level, mm-hmm. you're like just sort of like at the edge of you're your seat, the, yeah. going like, "What the fuck is happening? Yes. Why am not?" Because you can get used to a. It's that anticipation, yeah. Right. It's like it's drawing you back. It's like, oh, I wasn't paying attention. But like, oh, yeah, you are now. You're paying attention, and it's like after that happens like twice, you're like, okay, I can't look away. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because yeah, you're gonna miss so it. So like, all. something's gonna happen. Yeah. And yeah. and and a genius, and they did oh, yeah. just to editing. Yeah. And and they kept doing it even while the. The, the dude's looking at the egg. Mm. He falls down, and like they cut back to the doctor. The communications aren't working, mm. and then we cut back to him standing up. Yeah. So like the really clever ways to cut, so that you have to pay attention to what's happening. Yeah. And I thought not a lot of people sort of acknowledge that in editing, mm. and I think that's a misfault because um that's how you get your viewers to watch and and do oh, yeah. that and. I think they did that extremely, extremely well. I have a, I have a favorite shot in this, in this movie, and it's, it was, oh my god! Like I don't, I can't. I'm still trying to rationalize why it's connecting with me mm-hmm. so hardcore. But I left it on this rewind over and over. Nothing happens really. But all right, so the um, uh, what, what's the guy where um, where him, the black guy, the captain, they're all sitting down, and then it was like um, yada 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 yada. He was like right. It was oh like, yeah, that was Freddie. <laughs> That's right. Okay, yeah. So, um, so Freddie, he's going around looking for the cat, and um, he finds the cat at one point, and the cat jumps out, and he, he finds the um, like the scale, like the uh, the, the skin. skin. Yeah. <laughs> so he continues to walk off, and then there's like water dripping down through the ship, mm-hmm. and he allows the water to like hit his hat for a minute, then takes his hat off, and then it just lets like the water drip over him. It just like you can tell like it feels like like cold water. It's refreshing. He's just like in a moment to where it just joy for a moment right let's leave that tilts his head up into the air and just let the water fl- fall over him and this this shot lasts for like 30 seconds or so yeah. and like it, it holds for a good moment yeah it does. you know like and just lets the water fall and then puts the hat back on then just stands there and lets the water continue to go like i loved That's that a pretty shot. It was i a pretty loved it shot. like it, it just did a lot for me it was like the how you talk about the suspense mm-hmm. like you know it's about to happen like the scene the scene right before that is you've seen that the the monster has grown exponentially right. you know you know this now and now he's standing there in a moment of peace and tranquility right before the loudness and like the, the you know how, how right. yeah but uh, that's another thing because suspense is suspense is a creation of mm. anticipation oh yeah and then not paying it off well that's what suspense is but uh, but the way you build suspense is that you create yeah. anticipation mm-hmm. and then you don't pay it off until uh, the suspense has gotten to as big as you have it yes yes and that's that's what happened with uh, with Freddy. by the time we got to the uh, to the cat you know that that whole scene was you know looking for the cat can't find the cat right. sitting in the water and then going eventually finding the cat and then it's like oh no you're dead now right but the, the water shot the water mm-hmm. shot they're talking about yeah. it's a false payoff Oh yeah, no, yeah, you, you, yeah. yeah. People would, I guess, the the, um, the viewer would think that maybe this is the alien. This is the moment that's just oh, like no. that the alien know. gets into him, and th- mm. and that's that's why the movie's. I mean, the suspense of the movie's great mm. because it gives you suspense, 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 false payoff. I didn't suspense, I didn't, suspense, suspense, false payoff, and then yeah. it gives you a third payoff. I guess like that that uh, maybe he intended. That may have been one of his intentions, you know. Mm-hmm. I could clearly see that could have been like an intention that he thinks this is water, but this is actually like the alien drooling on him mm-hmm. or something. But it's like I didn't. I don't think that was the intention. I think that was just the intention of him, like standing still. Yeah. And the alien sneaking up behind him. Ah, uh, like, possible. Okay. That's what I thought was gonna happen. Oh. That that was the false payoff, really. That this is mm-hmm. a moment where the alien could very well attack him, but it didn't. 
Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 I. I. I agree. Mm-hmm. Like I. Did, I didn't think it was gonna happen at that time, but it was just. I love like the peaceful tranquility, just sitting in the moment to where it could have happened. Like you said, yeah. building up anticipation and then not paying. And that off happens that because the audience has an expectation of what horror is. Oh yeah. And the moment that in a horror movie there's a quietness, mm-hmm. you feel like, like something's oh, gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. And so by like going like, but first of all, it does two things. It builds suspense mm-hmm. and then gives you more suspense when it doesn't happen. Yeah. And two, it breaks your rules of horror mm. so that when something does happen, you don't really know when it's going to happen yeah. if it doesn't follow the pattern, yeah. which, again, builds more suspense. So I, 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 as far as like the horror elements of this movie goes and how they play with horror, yeah. I think they, had, they fucking nailed it. Nailed like, it. You, when, when I, when I'm, while on that ship, something mm. about that cat... Like if you're if you're on the ship with the cat and you're looking for the alien, yeah. Like I'm hanging out with the cat, yeah. Because the, the thing is, like the cat knows all the crevices and small holes and everything inside this ship. <laughs> like it knows the ship better than the person that made the ship, right? You know what I'm saying? Like it's lived in every hole on the ship. That fucking cat's yeah. That fucking cat slept everywhere. On that yes, ship. you know. So it's like where, wherever the predator and, and his senses are a lot better than yeah. ours as well. You know. So wherever this alien is, the cat is not gonna be in that area. <laughs> you know. So it's like I'm gonna. I'm gonna be hanging out with the cat. If the cat gets a little spooked out, then it's time I'm moving with the cat. Get out! Gotta get yeah. out! So I'm like, if you look, well, when when all three of them were looking for the alien and they found the cat, I'm like, okay, so you know the alien is not here, right? Because <laughs> this is where the cat is. <laughs> like, <laughs> Never you know, thought about it, but like, yeah. Someone should have been like, dude, we're stay with the fucking cat. Yes. If, he knows. if you're with the cat, go to the op- complete opposite direction, and that's where the alien will be. <laughs> the cat is not going anywhere near that. I'm telling you. <laughs> you know? I was like, yeah. Fucking cat. Not happening. I, I, I got to say, this one shot. I don't know if the shot is in the theatrical cut, mm. but there's one shot where the cat is in the in the box, mm-hmm. and she takes him into the end, yep. and the alien just looks at the cat. Yes. And the cat just looks like, oh, fuck, what's mm-hmm. this? First of all, it broke my heart. Mm. Second of all, that shot could have very well been the shot that led into the cat getting infested and then going back into the earth. Good enough, yeah. The alien, I feel like they were trying to set up the cat as being like a massive plot point mm. for the next movie, but then really Scott it's, didn't get to direct was, the next movie. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's just like, man, everything that everything that's set up, there's no unfired Chekhov's gun. Everything mm. that is set up in this movie yeah. is, is immediately paid off yeah. at some point throughout the movie. I feel like the movie kind of mirrors itself. Kane's the last one to the first one to wake up. Yeah. First one to die. Yeah. As soon as people start dying, Sigourney Weaver, the one voice of reason. Yeah. Throughout the whole fucking thing, she's the one that survives through it. Yeah. Uh, like the the writing in this movie is is it's beautiful in the way it's structured. I, I was thrown off for a minute. What did you think for the? What did you already know that the uh, the guy was a robot? Like earlier on in the movie, no, I, I knew, but I had forgotten. Okay, like I did, yeah. I didn't know that this guy was a, like I knew in Aliens there was a robot, you know, and he got his head taken off too and white right. blood and everything. But I didn't like as soon as I realized that I hadn't seen this movie, I didn't know that there was a robot. Yeah. No, no. So so where um, Sigourney Weaver is still challenging this guy over and over, and then this guy flips the fuck out and he starts thrashing Sigourney Weaver like one arm throw her across the room and I'm watching my girlfriend like how in the hell like I'm looking at this guy's physique Mm. I'm like how is he powerful enough to throw a grown woman across the room with one arm hydraulics (laughs) you know I'm like he's a human you know and he's over and over over and over I'm like wow this guy's flipped the fuck out then he pins her down and what was the point of taking a magazine I think it was trying to just choke her but like can't you breathe through your nose though well it was like Shove it down her throat. Ah, uh, if you shove it down there far enough, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's always a weird. Thing. It was a weird. It was a weird thing. I thought yeah. about it. Too. I was like, "What the fuck?" I always see, like see movies when someone is trying to put something to someone's mouth, usually a gun, I guess, or whatever. Right. And it's like, why do you open your mouth? 
You know, it's like I, I don't know. But anyway, it's, like, it's not. It's not. It's not a big. It's not a big deal. It's not a big yeah, deal. It's not. <laughs> Just anyway. But yeah, he's robot a robot. Yeah, yeah. So the robot is like handling Sigourney Weaver. Two guys come over there. They can't get a, get him off of him. Like he's still headstrong. So eventually, the black guy comes and knocks the guy's head off. Then he's still fighting with no White head. White blood everywhere. <laughs> White blood everywhere. The only well, one of two bad editing shots that I've seen, and I don't think they could have done any, any better <laughs> in 1979. But I rewound this over and over just because it was the only clearly very bad editing. Is um so they take that they take the um the robot's head off mm-hmm. and he's laying on the table and Sigourney Weaver is trying to like connect his part his wires his tubes back together and shock it back to life. So the head the head is like laid down and she's trying to like pull the head up so it's laying flat on the table right. and you can clearly see that these are like prosthetics at this yeah. point you know so and she shocks it and the hand moves and that's fine shocks it again the hand moves and then when she pulls the head back and tries to flatten it on the table then she moves her shoulder and then the quick edit comes in and it goes from prosthetic head to human, human head, head yeah. yeah and it was just like eh, like it takes you out of it a little but yeah. I, I really don't think that was a they, no, they could have no, just yeah. cut away they could have cut away I mean it's like it wasn't a big deal but I'm like mm-hmm. when I'm talking about a whole like two hours some odd movie and that's the only thing that I can point I mean, out that's a great movie. yeah I'm just like yeah, and, and plus, 1979. Yeah. 1979, like, how much better of an editing job could you have done? Like, I, I, I thought it was great. Yeah, yeah no, I, I liked it too, but it's yeah. one of those things that a cutaway would have been better. Yeah. Uh, yeah just yeah. be a cutaway back to the human head. Yeah. Taking you less out of it. Yeah. Really, the only issues I have with this movie in terms of actual, like, real issues is mm. the sound mixing, sound mixing. I feel was just done poorly. Yeah. It was like, it worked really well when it was done right. Yeah. Uh, like the scenes in the hallway, whenever the alien showed up, mm-hmm. uh, those sound mixings were great. But like the, or, or like scenes where he's like pulling up the steam pipe, yeah, to make sure that Sigourney Weaver can't talk to him. That oh, made sense. <laughs> that was scene was yeah. great. That was a great scene. Yeah, that made sense for the final effects to be a little bit overpowering. Yeah, but when the rest of the movie, like all I'm hearing is like clicks and clanks and yeah, and like the the alien moving, and I can't hear the characters talk. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of an issue with the sound mixing there that I'm not fond of. Mm. But it, it didn't happen enough to make it a bad movie. Mm. The real big problem for me was ADR lines, which I noticed like every time they were happening. Yeah. Um, because either the character like turned away, obviously, from mm. the camera, yep. or they just didn't sync up with their mouth. Yeah. But that's just a quality thing. That's really the only bad thing I have to say about the movie. What would you rate this movie? Uh, I would rate it, honestly, an 8.5. Ooh. Yeah. I, I got to go, like, Nine, five, nine, seven. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's it's maybe it's a. Um, Wait, five, nine, seven. Like- a nine, 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 five, or nine, seven, nine point oh, five, okay. nine point seven. Um, it's, it's it was just it was one of those movies to where as soon as it came on. I, and, and it was like I text you as soon as it, like yeah. the first 15 minutes like, I was like Kubrick. holy shit 1979 like I hate like 1980s like the uh, the blockbuster time when 1980s came around and we're making all these these huge blockbuster movies with science fiction and action and it looks right. terrible you know but it's the best thing that we have at the time mm-hmm. you know so I hated all of that and so but with that point I avoided as much science fiction stuff as possible and had not seen Alien apparently and I didn't. You would not know this is 1979. You know, no, no, you're really. watching it. It looks the only, amazing. The only way that you'd be able to tell is that you could tell that they were miniatures. Mm. That's about it. That's yeah. the only clue that you get because it looks absolutely fucking gorgeous. Uh, yeah, yeah. And the other thing was the uh, the black guy. I was wondering. I'm like, this is a 1970s black guy because I was looking at him. I'm really like, glad he wasn't the first one to die. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like when I was I was looking at the black guy, I was like, all right. So look at his body. You can tell that he's strong, mm-hmm. but he doesn't have. He's not muscular like he's been working out in the gym. You know, but he's not like you know. 
know, it's like, what, how do you get that body? Like, people in now don't have, black men don't have that body. You know, how do you have that body? Then I was like, oh, that's like a working man's body. Yeah. <laughs> like, You're a mechanic. Yeah, yeah, it's a working man's body. <laughs> anyway, he he that's, fucking yeah. fixes the ship and then just fucking shoves food down his throat. Yeah, it's like, that's like, in real, no, like in real life, like it's actual real life. Like, he's a working man, like, uh, person. So it's like, when you come to the to the set it's like you can't like if you told like a regular person to go to the gym for a year and come back he's gonna look like a person that went to the gym you know for a year right. like he looks like his regular but life it was 1979 yeah. that was working yes I, he was I a working man in the 70s yeah that's the only thing i could distinguish like this is this isn't not now this is definitely 70s because this person you know <laughs> anyway. it's a working man's body yeah and the only the other thing that i take away is the um the other the other female in the movie i don't see what her purpose was besides to lose her life and be saved by by the black guy uh yeah she didn't really do anything no i think she was a love interest of kane maybe i think her and kane yeah. had a thing uh but apart from her couple shots where she got scared when the chess boss were seen yeah and like the sacrifice didn't really do much no but that okay there's th this is what i give the movie credit for the visuals are amazing oh, yeah. the writing is amazing the performances were great mm. and and the fact that it had a female lead in 1979 mm -hmm. that wasn't a sex object yeah although the last couple of bits of the movie where she gonna we you had to do it you way. had to do it you had, had to do, do it. it he had to do that yeah. it's like we didn't we didn't get to see like no no bare breast or no. any vagina anything like that but I mean she was a bit it wasn't even like objectifying or sexualizing no she her. Was just happened she to be just in her happened underwear to be, yes because she thought she was safe <laughs> yes and 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 then and then and it was great and yes. she looked fantastic oh. we saw a little bit of butt crack mm -hmm. it was it she, was just yeah it was such an like it was such an out of place yeah. thing that happened. Because she thought she was safe, yeah. that it worked for the movie, mm -hmm. and Sigourney Weaver is really attractive, so whatever. Oh, yeah. Um, Rachel but, Aliens, oh, she's even more fine than Aliens. Yeah. I mean, you can act. You're great. We we know how great of an actor you are, yeah. Sigourney Weaver. But but, 1979, that ass though. <laughs> she was. She's great, and like I loved her. I loved her as uh, Rip, uh, Ripley. Ripley, yeah. Uh, I, I don't think they could have gotten anyone. What, do Ripley better than her? Did you th did that think? Did you think about that as the movie was going on, like the Ridley Ripley thing? No, I Nothing. didn't. I was like, is there a re like? But, he's it's just like it seemed kind of odd to me. The main character's name is Ripley, and the director Ridley's of the movie father. is Ridley. Yeah, you know, your first name is Ridley. The main character's first name is Ripley. Ridley, what the fuck, man? <laughs> it just seemed. I don't know. Well, he didn't write it, so he didn't write it. But director, you know, yeah, you, you yeah can. I guess you could put some strengths. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, I like. Lead lead uh, lead actress, yeah. like female lead yeah. in the nineteen seventy nine that wasn't a sex object. Yeah. Uh amazing mm -hmm. for a movie of its time. For mm -hmm. one to be to have been done so well yeah. by such a now respected actress. Yeah. I don't know how I don't know what the perception of her was in nineteen seventy nine. Mm. Um but by now such a respected actress, oh, it's yeah. fucking brilliant. Yeah. And then like the the writing and the special effects were amazing. Yes. The only thing that I really took away from the movie and it really fucked sound. me up is the sound design. Yeah. Um, but other than that, and the reason I give it eight point five is because I, I'd already seen the movie before, so mm. I didn't get shocked by anything. Mm. Uh, maybe you give it a nine point five because you feel like something there was like surprisingly well. No, nah, because I mean it's like I like I can't give something a nine if I'm not willing to watch it multiple no, over and over and over times. Cool. You know. Yeah, I, I, I give it an 8.5. Mm. For me, it's just like the, the right mix of everything that has gone wrong in a movie. Yeah. It's just the sound design makes me not want to watch it a lot. That's understandable. Yeah. That's about it. That's my review. Would you, would you listen to a rap song if it was like... Boom, 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 
and then you're like, what the fuck are they saying? And then I was like, it doesn't matter what they're saying. Do you hear this shit? It's like, that's kind of what I felt like with when I was like the, the overcompensating with sound a right. lot. And it was like, it reminded me of like the, um, the sophomore, the immatureness of like a hip hop song to where the lyrics are overpowered by the production so much so that it's like, it doesn't even matter what so much saying. what they're saying. So yeah. Yeah. It's a beat fetishism. And that's that's what it felt like uh, somewhat for me in the movie. Like the sound mixing was overpowering like any dot like there's not even like I didn't even write quotes down because the dialogue just did not matter. Right. I think the movie. only times where dialogue was like really clear was when in the table when the, the Freddy is like right. You mm. say right you say right after he says everything. He's like a right. parrot. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you need to shape up, man. Why <laughs> are you doing right. that? Right. All right, I've had enough of this. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny so I love that guy yeah uh, like there's really like the clearest moments of dialogue are the ones where they're at a table yeah. really but any anytime action is happening you mm-hmm. might as well not have dialogue mm-hmm. um, but that being said I, I absolutely love this movie oh, yeah. and I watch it with friends that has never watched Alien before friends alright oh, yeah. I, I don't know what the, I, don't, I didn't know what the follow up to that was oh um how many of us have them friends oh uh, a guy named Harry Houdini from like the 70s oh shit yeah Anyway, uh, that's what we thought about Alien. I oh, think yeah. fantastic movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you haven't seen it, you really have to see it. Yes, especially if you're a film student that wants to tell that kind of stories, yeah. the, the horror isolationist kind of stories. Uh, it, it's a it's a really good movie with brilliant style, sort mm-hmm. of like this retro futuristic. That's another thing I forgot to talk about the retro futuristic style. Because mm-hmm. uh, 1979, the technology was like looked like that. Yeah, and they just projected that into the future, mm-hmm. and, I, and now it looks silly. Yeah. But it gives it so much more style now, and I think it's brilliant. Yeah, it is. Um, but it's a really, it's a really good fucking movie. If you haven't seen it, you should see it. Yes. If you want to study how to build suspense, how mm-hmm. to use loudness versus quietness, mm-hmm. it really is a good movie to do that. Oh yeah. And and just like, prosthetics go a long way, man. Like CGI is useful, but if you can make your shit tangible, do it. It's just how it works. Yeah, like that. Even like those prosthetics, which are saying like making a tangible world. Mm-hmm. That that now that makes so many other things easier for you. There's one. There's one scene where um they're using a scanner to scan the um the guy when he has a face hugger on him, mm-hmm. and they put him inside like a little box or whatever, and scan him from head to toe to see what's on him or whatever. But now because you've used all these prosthetics and all these other things to bring your set to life, all you have essentially is a flashlight. Yeah, that, you know, that's going over him. But in my mind, it's like this is some high sophisticated technology that they're using it suspends your disbelief amazingly yes. yeah. because it feels like it's real yeah. like if a character can touch it and mm. not feel like it's green screen mm-hmm. when you watch it your, your brain just goes like oh yeah oh, no, that's a thing it's, it's real thing. yeah that's real yeah and it's uh, fucking i love this movie it's great yeah um anyways we're gonna cut and we're gonna talk about the television movie from next week yeah. i think that's my my favorite improvised line of any movie i think mm. it was predator mm. And it's just the guy gets out of the ship after the crash. It's like, it's game over, man. <laughs> Fucking game over. Holy shit. Just every time I see that, I just crack up laughing. Yeah. Does he die like soon after? I hope. Yeah. I think so. That'd be nice. Anyway. All right. Well, uh, this weekend, a uh, television and movie premieres for uh, Tuesday, April the 18th through Monday, April the 24th. Uh, first on Tuesday, April the 18th, it's the Lucas Brothers on drugs huh. <laughs> the uh, the trailer just came out it's on uh, Netflix what's on Netflix is a comedy stand up special um, the Lucas Brothers are like two twin brothers which you'll know them from is um, did you see 22 Jump Street yeah you seen yeah. 22 Jump Street you remember the uh, twin black kids twin black boys oh really yeah those are the, uh, the Lucas Brothers nice they had a um, they had a cartoon that was really good with the Hannibal Burst was on it 
Um, then they had like a um, a skit television show. You remember the guy from the movie Get Out? The yeah. uh, TSA TS motherfucking A. No. Uh, his name is Delray Howard. Delray he's in, something. He's in uh, he's in Get Out, no. but he was also in um, the television show with the Lucas Brothers. Mm. But uh, but now the Lucas Brothers on drugs. That's their comedy special on Netflix too. See April the eighteenth. Check it out. Consider that shit handled. <laughs> yeah, motherfucking a. <laughs> uh, next on uh, Wednesday, April the nineteenth, Fargo. Fargo's coming Season back. Season three, right? I'm not sure. I I, I guess yeah, it doesn't I say. Think, I uh, I that's I, a good show. I I I I'd assume it is. Like I don't I have yeah. I assume it is. Like but Devin uh, Devin Penninger can't stop recommending it he, he loves it he thinks Billy Bob Thornton's in season one yeah uh, he fucking loves that shit thinks he's better what the fuck what? I can't have that you gonna watch Fargo now I mean there's three seasons of it and it's like when when it was just okay this like like when something is really good the first season and I'm not interested in it yeah. you know then I'm like okay whatever maybe it'll suck next season so nope. I can save myself the time of having to watch this but after you get to three seasons and then people are bragging about how good something is and they got all these seasons worth of information within them then I'm kind of getting a little jealous here like if you had something that I didn't care about like three seasons worth of a B product then right. I'm kind of like alright you know if I'm ever like drunk on a Saturday with like nothing to do it. I can watch it but now I'm a little eh. yeah, gotta, gotta think about it <laughs> but uh, oh yes it's uh, the third season of the uh, critically acclaimed FX series uh, jumps to the year 2010 and centers on a sibling rivalry between the parking lot king of Minnesota Ewan McGregor and his less successful younger brother also McGregor <laughs> uh, Carrie Coon, um, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, and a guy named David Willis. Didn't she, didn't she play Ramona in uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World? She Not was a girl sure. from 10 Cloverfield Lane, I think. Really? Yeah, I think so. Hmm. I'll, I'll Google it. Uh, Jim Gaffigan is in it as well. Hot uh, Pockets. Hot Pockets. He's never going to be able to escape that. No. Nah. Like, that's what I know him from. <laughs> um, the next thing is going to be Friday, April the 21st. Bill Nye Saves the World. Fuck yeah, Bill Nye. Oh, yeah. It's going to be on Netflix. It's, a, um, it's listed as Talk and Science. Uh, is the, it going to be like his usual format or is it going to be a little bit more serious? I don't know. I would guess it would probably be a little more serious because of his age, but I hope they still have like some of the whimsy and fun. You yeah, know? I fucking love Bill Nye. Bill! 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 Bill, Bill. Bill. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, the Science Guy moves to Netflix for a new series that blends panel discussions and field reports, with each episode investigating the science behind a specific topic, ranging from climate change to video games. Oh, shit. That All right. Fun. Yes. That. Yeah. 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 She was. Uh, she's this girl. Oh. Oh no. Yeah. Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I fucking love that. La- oh my. I fucking love that lady. Yeah. Mary Elizabeth Winston. Oh yeah. Hit us up if you want to be in the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next thing is gonna be Sunday, April the twenty third. Uh, Silicon Valley. That's coming back for season like three or four. Uh, it's a comedy on HBO. It'll be here at ten p.m. That's Sunday. I watched season one. I haven't watched since then. So no, never. the only joke I know about that show is the the jerking off multiple dicks. Oh yeah, season one. Yeah. 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 Um, first we have movies. This like Not three movies that are coming out widely. Uh, first one is uh, Unforgettable, a hundred minute runtime listed as a drama thriller. Uh, the rundown is a woman sets out to make life hell for her ex husband's new wife. Huh. Uh, the director is Dennis D. Novi. And oh, she's the one that like fucking changes identities. Like, is there some identity crisis in the movie? Yeah, maybe. I saw this trailer. Uh, it stars Rosario Dawson, Catherine Heigl, and Whitney Cummings. 
Yeah, I'm not, I'm not interested. Like, I'm not interested in the premise. Like, a woman sets out to make hell for her ex-husband's new wife. Like, really, get over it. They really do it at the service of the movie itself mm. because that's not what the movie's about. Oh, okay. just, like, it's, like, actually gets psychotic to the point where it's dangerous. Mm. So, it's technically, it has a horror movie vibe to it. But is it based is on the trailer it, is it but I mean is it still like the bitter woman though it's like a, a man has moved on with his life oh yeah no it's still that it's a, yeah, it's so, a bullshit premise yeah, so, it's yeah. not a good movie they are good because I'm like they, they, they let me know not to see the movie <laughs> it right. was like a man has decided to move on with, with his life and has taken on a new wife although his ex-wife has not moved on with hers so she's decided to destroy, destroy his life right I'm yeah. like okay it's a garbage movie yeah see, see this is the thing with movies like this and characters like this mm-hmm. you can't go around trying to destroy someone else's life no. Leave it in God's hands. Let him get cancer. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. It's like, you know what, what, what I really enjoy? Like, I, I've been getting in, um, in arguments on Twitter lately, um, unfortunately. Like, my, my, my numbers went up, and with that, like, interactions went up. And I don't understand what the fuck happened to your numbers. Like, it was such a drastic spike. Like, I just started tweeting more, like, pictures <laughs> and, and, like, and saying stuff, I guess, whatever. That's awesome. But, um, so, like, so, um, um I, I, I tweeted something, and it was, like, um, the literally definition. Oh, I showed you? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so, yeah, that com- that argument continued to go on after I left. And I, I was, like, because he refused to believe the definition of the word. You know, so, it's, like, just getting into more and more arguments with people. So, it's just, like, you know what? It's not worth it. it. It's not worth it. So it's like at one point, it's like he, you know, he start he started cussing at me. He was like, "Well, if you knew anything, any shit," he was like, "I'm calling you a moron because this, this, and this." Like he's he's insulting me and he's saying cuss words. Right. You know, so now me, I'm taking it down five notches. I'm like, you should probably calm down. You know, and fix your tone. You know, if you want to, you know, have a friendly debate, then that's fine. You know, <laughs> like that. And and the thing is, and it's like, hey, 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 buddy. You know, it's just like if we, you want to have a debate, you know. But but now it's like those buddy becomes a euphemism for you fucking piece of shit. You know, hey, you fucking piece of shit. How you about idiot? you, idiot? Yes, it's like I, I love like bringing things down like five notches yeah. and the nice things that you're saying, like because the interaction. People know the energy of the interaction that you're right. in, you know. So whenever you start going to niceties, they know that the energy hasn't changed. You're not all of a sudden some psycho that is happy and nice and being pleasant to the person. The nice things that you're saying are a euphemism for "fuck you, you piece of fucking shit." But I'm not gonna have myself on the internet texting all these terrible things to some right. random person that I don't know, you know. So I can just say, "Hey, good day, buddy." <laughs> you know, instead of go fuck yourself, piece of shit. <laughs> you know, but it's like, but I know. But yeah, see, that's that's my favorite thing about like Twitter interactions. It's yeah. just like you know when someone is angry at someone, oh, and yeah. like, hey man, yeah. take it easy. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, but no one can really say it because mm-hmm. what's ring on the page mm-hmm. is, hey man, take it easy. Yeah, but what they're saying is like, hey man, go fuck yourself. Yes, it's just like I love that shit. I love Very that. Much. That subtlety of tone that just like flips flips on a dime. Yeah, I fucking love that shit. Ah, uh, yeah. I wish I could get on Twitter wars. I'd be an angry person. I'm already angry enough. I don't need yeah, to get no, no. Like I, I had to cut it off because I could have yeah. just went arguing back and forth with him. I'm just like, good day, and I put a yeah. thumbs up, and I was like, if you respond to that, then I've already said yeah. good day. I, I said, said good day. Uh, it's like you can't respond after somebody said good day. They said good day. <laughs> they said fucking good day. It's like the universal sign of like fuck you. This conversation's over. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, God damn, I said good day. Like what the fuck you want? <laughs> the um, 
the next the next movie is a uh, leap it's a 89 minute runtime it's an animation adventure comedy family musical a uh, orphan girl dreams of becoming a ballerina and flees her rule britney for paris where she pa- yeah that doesn't Brit- make sense Brit- it says b-r-i-t-t-a-n-y britney her rule britney between two, anyway, leap. An orphan girl dreams of becoming a ballerina and flees her rural Brittany. Yeah. Who the who the fuck? Yeah, I was like, I'm like, I'm. Her rural Britain. It's Britain for Paris. Yeah. Britain. Yeah, it's like her rural her rural Brittany. Britain. I'm like, what? Brittany. <laughs> yeah. Her rural Brit for Paris, where she passes for someone else and exceeds to the position of pupil at the Grand Opera House. Uh, director Eric Summer and stars Elle Fanning. Nice. That's nice, Elle. I fucks with Elle Fanning. Elle Fanning was pretty neat. Yeah. Uh, next thing is Free Fire. It's a 90-minute runtime listed as an action crime thriller, a 66 Metascore, set in Boston in 1978. A meeting in a deserted warehouse between two gangs turns into a shootout and a gang of survival. Oh, that shit's funny. Uh, this is starring uh, Cillian Murphy and Army Hammer. Is, that a, is this a comedy? Uh, it's listed as an action crime thriller. It's weird. Mm. No, I, I, whatever. Yeah. No, I saw a premise anyway. What's the meta? What's the meta score for? Sixty-six. For for uh, no, 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 no meta score for that. Yeah. Huh? Cool. Yeah. I guess that's it for movies, man. Yeah. There's, there's. It's no not very. It's not a lot going on. No. There's a dry spell for movies going on right now. Probably until like right in the middle of summer, and then we're gonna have another dry spell till like Oscar season. I want my damn Blade Runner. I want Blade Runner. Too. I want my I'm excited Blade for Runner. fucking Blade Runner. Ryan yeah. Gosling, man. Mm-hmm. Ryan fucking Gosling. Yeah. Love that guy. We gotta appreciate him while we can. We gotta appreciate yeah. him while we can because eventually he'll be Brad Pitt and George Clooney. Yeah, you I know, hope not. I mean, it happens. Like you get people get older. Like Brad Pitt. Like when I was ten. Like Brad Pitt. You can't beat Brad Pitt. Rappel he is Brad, the 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 most handsome man that has ever walked the face of the earth. But twenty years before that, Robert Redford. You can't beat Robert Redford. He's the most handsome. You know, so, so it's like that's Ryan Gosling now. But You're right. ten years from now, it's uh, some other guy's the most handsome person that ever walked the face of the earth. You're it's right. gonna be insane. Well, Brian, uh, enjoy I, it, bro. <laughs> we got you until you're like sixty. <laughs> yeah. Maybe 50. We'll see. I mean, he'll still be handsome. Like, yeah. George Clooney is still regarded, regarded as very handsome man. But there's somebody 20 years younger than you. And, you know, so what are you going to do? <laughs> well, on that note. Chan- Channing Tatum. He's Channing, Tatum. A, Channing Tatum is a good looking guy, but he doesn't have the face to Dude, carry off. There what, is mm-hmm. one kid at school mm-hmm. that looks just like Shannon Tatum's bootleg hippie brother. Like in the face? He has Shannon Tatum's face, but mm-hmm. just skinny and long hair. Yeah, nope. Looks like a hippie. Nope. It's fucking hilarious. No. Every time I see like, it. the thing that makes Channing Tatum is the body. Yeah, like, yeah. he has a, 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 re- a generic face, you know, but the body is what does it for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Ryan Gosling, he has it both. He has the face. You know what? Even when Ryan Gosling didn't have the body in, like, uh, P.S. I Love You and uh, in those other the romance notebook. things. Was that what it was? No, The Notebook, yeah. yeah. In, the no- in The Notebook, like, he didn't have, like, a six-pack and a chest and chiseled arms or any of that. He but was he just a guy. Face. He had the face. You know what my favorite Ryan Gosling scene uh, from The Notebook is? What's that? When they're they're talking, the, I don't know. What, what do you want? What do you want? Mm. What do you want? Yeah. <laughs> he just yeah. starts fucking crying it yeah. out loud. Yeah. Whenever someone wants to go eat somewhere and they don't know where it's they go, memes everywhere. I just yeah. I sent that video clip on yeah. YouTube. I have it bookmarked on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Indecisiveness. Anyway, I think that's it for today's episode. Yeah. We are going to. I mean, I guess we're we're gonna end it. That's what's gonna happen. Yeah, it's gonna go into another fucking segment. Hey, no, we're good. Whatever. You can find us on Twitter <laughs> at underscore FFS Podcast. Yeah. Uh, on Facebook at the FFS Podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, Google Play, iTunes Music, iTunes Podcast app, and SoundCloud and Stitcher under the name for film's sake. 
And uh, that's it, man. Talk to us. Let us know what you think about aliens. Or like, if you have any suggestions for movies, feel free to drop them in. A- a- alien. Alien. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care what you think about aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let, let me let me tell you. I've seen Asian Asian aliens. I have so much to say about aliens. So like, no, no, bro. A- a- alien. A- alien. Just singular. Alien. <laughs> I would love to get that tweet. That aliens was a great movie. We're talking no. wrong no. movie, mate. No. Or if they just wanted to talk to you about aliens, you know, like the beings. <laughs> you said you want to talk about aliens. Let's so do it. Let's talk about them. The fucking guy from Mystery Channel gets in touch with me. Yeah. I would love to have that guy on the show. That would be really crazy. It'd be, insane. Yeah, be insane. Anyway, so uh, thank you guys for listening. Yeah. And we'll be back next week with another thing. Yeah. Woo.